we are here again with another Extra Hop TME podcast from the War Room Light. Uh, I am Colin Walker, as is very often the case, and we are here with most of the crew. Uh, we'll go around the circle like always. Brent's here. Chris is here. Brian's here. Terry. Okay. Terry is at least at least partially here. I had to point to him to even say his name, which is you know I mean questionable at best. I was trying to remember it. Oh yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Yeah, Terry's in an altered state. He's right in now. a fair amount of prescription narcotics. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the chortle from the other side of the room that is not familiar, we have a special guest. A special guest, Brian Young. And why are you here, sir? Well, uh, I run business development for Extra Hop, and that is focusing on our technology partnerships, and uh, you guys have been kind enough to invite me into the War Room Light today to uh, bring you guys up to speed on what I'm working on and how that uh, impacts your efforts as well as companies. Sweet. I'm sure that will be super interesting. We'll get to it eventually. But <laughs> I, was, I was talking yesterday about hanging up the War Room sign. Yeah. I couldn't find tape. I'm sorry. Come again? This is I, what happens when we're in I looked office. in. I looked in the room that I thought there would be tape because it has office supplies and stuff. All the and stuff. I found everything except tape. All so the stuff is the signs on the ground still. Blue Angels, right there. <laughs> oh, oh! So we should mention. <laughs> yeah, uh, we introduced all of the folks in the room, not in the room, but definitely going to be a part of this podcast that you may have already mentioned. The Blue Angels are flying around what looks like ten feet. I mean, it's not. It's hundreds of yards. But they're it's coming very, right very at us. They're right coming in hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Derailed. I can't, I can't there we go. So, what are the Blue Angels? The Blue Angels are uh, the the Navy F eighteen uh, jets that do demonstrations and aerobatics uh, all of the shows. We're in Seattle. Seafair in Seattle is this big festival that happens once a year. Tons of boating, hydroplane races, all kinds of stuff. There were yeah, carriers in the bay yesterday. He's coming in too. And what? the Blue Angels. Oh. oh. And what we, was that all about? We happened <laughs> we happen to fun. be on the twenty sixth floor in downtown. And they practice over downtown. So what you're going to hear is a bunch of nerds that love this kind of stuff. Myself included. Let's be very clear. Completely get derailed. Completely get derailed because we're in the 26th floor, staring out into the Blue Angels doing their aerobatics right outside. This is the best deal I've ever seen these guys in my life here in Seattle. So if you hear us go whoa or hear a jet engine flying by, you know what's going on. All is good. Okay, that out of the way. Uh, we'll get to Brian and his. Super, I'm sure, awesome, important stuff later. Uh, <laughs> what the heck is everyone up to? Anything exciting? New? Building things? Travel? No, um, traveling? I mean, we released a bunch of uh, new dashboards that I think are pretty exciting. Um, I know that I've talked before about the, or hinted at, uh, a new SSL dashboard, which does an encryption audit. Uh, so looking at... <clears throat> what the configurations you have for all of your encryption in your environment. Are you using just different ciphers that you shouldn't be? Um, we, I know that the expiring certificates have been a big hit before, so we're calling that out as well, different SSL versions. Sure. Um, and just being a little bit more prescriptive uh, in steps to remediation, so also linking out to external tools like um, the Qualys SSL server check um, and the Mozilla uh, configuration generator. <laughs> Good job, There are three aeroplanes <laughs> flying right by our building right now. It's hilarious watching people try and maintain focus in a sentence while they're like, Jen, Jen, Jen. Like, bird, 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 bird. <laughs> squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so we are we built, building, releasing, continuing to build uh, some awesome dashboards. And I like the way you said it kind of 
I will try and avoid the single pane of glass term because it's way overused. It's a trope at this point, but um, it really is more prescriptive. It's more rather than just you know here's how you can find needles in a stack of needles. It's way more like what should you be looking for? How is that information relevant? What do you do with it mm -hmm. once you find it? So it's kind of setting the table for what you can find rather than just giving you the ability to find it. Is that yeah. kind of yep. accurate? And the the SSL one that Chris is talking about is just one of them. We made a handful of them. And uh, if you want them, you should talk to your salesperson because they can hook you up with those. Yeah, they are out in the wild. They're not on the website or anything yet, but if you want them and you know or can find a, an extra top salesperson, which should not be hard, by the way, uh, you can grab them and start checking it out, which is really cool. Uh, yep. they're, they're a great way to start figuring out uh, what the extra hub platform can do in your environment, can do with your applications, all that kind of stuff. It's a really, really good way to see kind of the value of the data that's on the wire. So very cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have not traveled since the last podcast. Terry did. Fantastic. I did. But Terry has. Yep. I was down in Denver um, for a conference around uh, healthcare. Um, it was the stuff that we do with Chime. Um, I was on Chime? Chime is... You don't have to know the acronym. What is it? Um, it's essentially a Drexel Ford didn't know Chime. Yeah, that's that's true. As a member, College <laughs> uh, <laughs> Healthcare Information Information Management Executives. Ooh, I, I think, think so. You know what? That sounds it's good close. Enough. Close enough. It's, it's not, not. It should be. It we'll totally mark it on the board. We'll mark it on. The yeah, board. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I don't think they all know. So I think you can throw out anything and it'll stick oh, to the wall. Four blue angels. Where's the unicorn? <laughs> this is going poorly. Oh, that's neat. Oh, that great. Uh, uh, College yep. of Healthcare Sorry. Information Management. Google tells me I'm right. Oh, good. They, um, uh, it's essentially a grouping of people that are in the healthcare industry at, I think, maybe director or executive level, um, a lot of CIOs. Um, I was on a, on a panel discussing big data. Um, a lot of the issues around big data in healthcare, um, it's really problematic with the lack of interoperability between systems. And, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and okay. Terry's looking at airplanes. Oh, wow. This is now getting I can't even get the sense out about Terry looking at airplanes because I'm looking at airplanes. Okay, guys, we have to focus a little bit. Yeah. Should we lower the blinds? Awful. No. Okay. All this right. comes but once a year. I know, I know, I know. This is better than Christmas. I, but that also can be a lot. Um, I'm going to no, help here. Terry, it was, you got it? Yep. Okay. I, I'm rolling. <laughs> it was, I had a great time down there. We also had a boot. Also had a booth. Um, the uh, a lot of good traction there. I think people are really interested in what we can do around around healthcare, um, specifically on the clinical side of things. Getting access to the data in real time. Um, it's a trouble. You know, it's problems that people are faced with right now. They don't have tools in place to get access to a lot of that things, and they're pretty excited about what we can do. Uh, Other than the real time nature, so it was a big data analytics. Panel, what are they currently doing with big data? Like, yeah, what, what are questions are being asked, problems they're trying to solve? That what tools are they using? Like, yeah. Tools are tough. A lot of that stuff, I think, is homegrown ap applications. I mean, they've got analytics. Essentially, what they do is they gather up all this data, and then they pick and choose what pieces they want out of it and mash yeah. it up. And a lot of it is centered around population health. How can we look at you know gigantic areas and what are trends and uh, but really, we're trying to move from a, you know, a 
go into the hospital get fixed to a value care system where you're actually you know trying to maintain health rather than just going there when you're sick um, and that's what they're doing a lot of the analytics on around is how can we keep people out of the hospital how can we kick get sick people better faster nice um, that's good to hear actually yeah that's one of those conversations that comes up every once in a while like the whole like debate and stuff but it, it's great to hear that there's a lot of focus in that industry on preventative healthcare yeah. medicine right mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome and there is a there is a need for it Absolutely. i think they don't quite know or or have the tools in place to really get there but i think they realize that if that that's the way the future and they've got to they've got to do so let's tie that back to extra hop yeah. we're we're relevant there because we see all those messages that healthcare organizations are sending. Yeah. We can dig all those tasty nuggets of data out, and we are a great source of what becomes big data. What? This is true. I think, though, there was another panel discussion that I wasn't a part of, uh, and it was more around the real-time side of things. And they had a lot of interesting use cases. For example, um, one of the guys was a medic over in Iraq, and he needed to know when there was firing if there was a battle, how many people were there, and if there was firing coming back. Simple metrics that were needed in real time to, the, to that would help him depend on how many people he was going to send there, you wow. know, as, as medics. Um, oh, that's that stuff you that's needed in real time. Balancing. Yeah, medical load balancing. <laughs> I mean, and it's... It's, um, it's more it's, like medic pre-caching, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but those are the kinds yeah, of neat examples MDM that are out medic, there. Medic Let's think about that for a second here. Like, I, I always get super excited about things that are really tangible and real world it's, it's a, instead of the you know cloud-based whatever the heck they're great i love the it sector stuff but to me something about real world like it's affecting humans in real time is awesome so they're talking about mapping actual war zones looking for hostility that's happening and based on how many people are deployed into a potentially hostile area and how much fire they're expected to take, they will alter the number of medics they're sending, and they're using, are they using us for that? They're not using us for that. Okay. Um, I don't know what tools they, they were using. But it's those but, kinds of solutions. Yeah. And we could do that very, very well if they were available. Probably right? faster, yeah. yeah, because we are seeing that data as it's actually happening. They aren't querying something. A lot of these things are real-time. They're just still querying. They're running right. free. All right, are those airplanes touching out there? Like, how are they doing that? <laughs> it's perspective. It's kind of their job. They're really good at that. So I think it's interesting, though, from this perspective of the real-time nature. Um, really what it lets us do is the extract transform load step that you'd have to perform on a database to actually transform whatever data you have into usable actionable information with what we can do with hl7 you're able to do that as the data is flowing right Right. like as the data is passing along your network we're doing all of those steps in real time and then the database that you end up with or whatever system that you end up with is only those actionable information. Well, right. I think it's really important to point out, and I, it's an awesome story, thank you, Terry, but uh, to your point, yes, we do all of those things, we do them extremely well, and we don't just do them with HL7, we don't right. just do them with a couple of protocols even. One of my favorite things about our platform is that it is so supremely extensible and flexible, right? That no matter what it is you're trying to find, analyze, interrogate, log, trans, anything short of transform, we can do, right? It doesn't matter. We can conform to your custom protocols, your network settings, your whatever it is. We can find it and interrogate it and do interesting things with that data, which is, I think, part of why 
Friday is here. Can you talk a little bit about why you are here and what it is you came to us to speak about? Sure. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of exciting times now with the partnerships that we're uh, we've been working on for um, you know a number of years, but um, some of the stuff that you guys have helped support, as well as um, uh, stuff on my side, stuff on uh, engineering, uh, their team. Um, we're taking a real a big step right now in our. Uh, Oh wow, that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> they are touching. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it's a hard more chance. A jet high five. Anyway, thanks, Colin. The uh, what, what we wanted to kind of make sure that the team was aware of today was um, some stuff that's going on with Citrix. Uh, notably, um, we've been invited to a couple of events that we've never been participating in before. Nice. One of them was um, recently in Dallas, which was in support of their the Citrix networking business units all hands team meeting. Oh, in, sweet. Yeah, in Dallas. So so thank everybody who's involved sales, pre-sales, marketing, product management. And this isn't a vendor event. This is a... It's an internal event. Internal event. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Nice. And we got to go sit in. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. actually, not just sit in. Well, we didn't sit in on the meetings. We participated. Sure. So um, we were we had an opportunity to present ExtraHop, Wire Data, and the Citrix partnership to their extended team over a lunchtime. And then we also uh, were able to uh, have a more informal uh, engagement with them in the evening. And informal, I mean uh, beers. Right. I know beers around here can be pretty formal. Yes. That's serious <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, so how was... Were there the, doilies? Oh. <laughs> I have a doily story. Anyway. Uh, so how was that received? How, yeah. was the, how was the message received? Uh, in a word, or two words, really, really well. That's three words. Two words. Yeah. Two distinct words. Really squared. It went over really well. Here's what was uh, was different about it. How you guys helped out with that. So um, historically, as most folks might know, uh, Extra Hop has always done stuff around the ICA protocol. Mm -hmm. It's something we licensed from Citrix, and that's been a great value add. For the folks listening, what is the ICA protocol? Uh, ICA protocol is the communication vehicle that Citrix uses to display remote desktops, remote applications right. across the wire. It's kind of their custom tunneling protocol. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Virtual desktops. All right. right. Virtual. Yeah. I just want to make sure everyone's up to speed. Yeah. Yep. And by, de- by definition, that, that communication protocol is opaque, mm-hmm. but uh, as a par- partner of Citrix's, we have the ability to look into that protocol, into that communication tunnel. and. Um, understand what's going on and correlate it across all the other stuff. What are some of the specifics in terms of stuff that we can see for anyone in the table? That's Well, so I know that we do some pretty good uh, work at opening it up and pulling out things like user information that you can pull out, uh, load times for, you know, uh, load time to uh, request, uh, not just connection to response. What's the term? Actually loading the application. Thank you. Yeah. There's a term that they use, and I totally launches. Launches. Yeah, launch time. Thank you. Launch time. Launch time to launch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Session duration. That was yeah. me we feeling. Get down all the way into the virtual channels that are via. We can tell you how many screen updates are happening and whether there's remote USB access, that kind of stuff. And so what that gets you, though, is some interesting little use cases. So you mentioned screen updates. We can actually look for things like, oh, you're not seeing any screen updates. Right. Someone is logged in and has just left their login open. Right. Right. They're, they're still logged in. We haven't seen the logout event, but there's no screen updates. Everything is static. Very interestingly, sometimes the, the most useful stuff as far as what you see is, like you're saying, what you aren't seeing. Right. 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 Oh, we saw a connection and not a drop, or we saw, you know, that kind of stuff. It's yeah. really useful. And I, I think you mentioned the other one as well. In a healthcare environment, a lot of times you have uh, 
locked down USB ports, locked down printer channels, um, because you don't want anyone removing private information from those systems. Um, and because we're able to monitor all those channels, we can actually pull out and say, yep, we, we've done an audit against all those virtual channels. We haven't seen any of that sort of traffic. So you get you get a lot of interesting visibility out of being able to break open that ICA protocol. Sweet, yeah. And from the from the uh, partner's perspective, and perhaps more importantly, the customer's perspective, what I find fascinating about what ExtraHop does is we provide visibility into not just the Citrix environment, which is in and of itself a, an application. It's a complex sure. mm -hmm. uh, set of elements. And like you said earlier, it's kind of tough to crack, right? It's, it's yeah. open by default, long yeah. stuff, right? So ExtraHop. Uh, provides that visibility into the Citrix infrastructure, but then also the applications mm -hmm. that are being delivered by Citrix. It's a two for it's a two for one value proposition for ExtraHop and, and our customers. Well, it ends up being way more than that, honestly, because you get to see both of those things, but you get to see them together. Together, and that yeah. together thing yeah. is really the third part of the trifecta, right? Yeah. Seeing both is great, and if you had two different tools, one that could monitor each. That would be probably okay, and actually what a lot of folks are doing currently in the industry, right? Mm -hmm. They're useful and independently, and they get monitored in the network and, or network and then the application, and then you know the individual protocols, all with separate monitors, sometimes separate tools, right? Mm -hmm. um, doing it all in one place and being able to stack the different charts and graphs and numbers and all together, and it's massively powerful. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so exactly, and this is where you know, foundationally the extra hot partnership with Citrix has been good, mm -hmm. really good. However, there's more coming. Nice. And this is where the stuff that the TME team, uh, notably Ryan, is uh, was awesome with, was um, embracing the app flow uh, metrics that we get from Citrix. And app flow, for those who aren't familiar, you're familiar uh, you might be more familiar with NetFlow or SFlow, which is um, you know tends to be uh, Cisco specific or whatever. Uh, AppFlow is Citrix's version of that same uh, IP fix traffic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I got that right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> A win for this. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's not sending it to us, though. We're just we're grabbing it. We're, yeah. we're yoinking it off the wire like you're everything else. Exactly. I think yoinking is a new term for our uh, glossary somewhere. Yeah. Yoinking. Okay. I think the so, technical term, honestly, is snarfing. Snarfing. Okay. Yeah, we are snarfing. It, it, that it is, it is yeah. the, it, from the man page of TCB Dump. That is, that is the yeah, word you're supposed yeah. to use there. Okay. Oh, we're snarfing. 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 I'm not kidding. Look it up. The look on Ryan's face is so priceless. So the output it would be snarfage? Snarky over, yeah, snarfage. Okay. Anyway, back, back to this topic. We're snarfocating. So we have the foundation of ICA visibility. Awesome. Now some people might say, well, what do you care about app flow? Yeah. You guys are seeing it. And well, as it turns out, we can see a whole bunch of stuff, but we don't see every single thing that's part of the Citrix delivery chain. Mm -hmm. And this is where the partnership with Citrix, um, with, uh, with app flow and the work that Ryan did, is the ability to start filling in some of those additional gaps that we weren't able to get from other stuff. And notably, when you're uh, when a customer is choosing uh, encrypted Citrix traffic, uh, there's scenarios where we might not see everything that we need. It's to. it's not SSL traffic. It's using a proprietary encryption. Yeah, totally okay. different thing, right? Yeah, and and this is where um, us being able to consume AppFlow metrics, uh, snarfing AppFlow metrics. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Um, allows us to to really augment uh, that other component, the other scenarios where extra hop and Citrix can work even more closely together. So tying this back to the events and why I'm here, we uh, debuted this. We, we sneak peeked it at the networking business unit all hands meeting. 
really well received. Nice. People came up, were kind of lining up with me and Ken A from afterwards to say, really cool, hey, can we talk to you about such and such a customer scenario? Um, in turn, we're going to be, uh, we're going to ServTech in New Orleans. And ServTech is Citrix's all hands meeting for technical folks. So worldwide, all of their SEs, all of their professional services folks, anybody who's customer facing and technical Very cool. will be in New Orleans in early August. And we get to go talk this talk there again, yeah. Well, we're gonna be, so um, as part of that event, they have um, vendors who are partners who yeah. wanna come in and show that. And we're gonna be highlighting this uh, this Apple capability as well as our core wire data messaging for this group. In Very cool. August. They must have gotten a really good deal to go to New Orleans in August because <laughs> it's New Orleans in August. Uh, you just pronounce the same town twice, twice. 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 in one sentence. He hasn't gotten to Nolans yet, Nolans. though. So yeah, Nola. I haven't Nola, said it yet. Nolans, um, yeah. It's not a good place to be for temperature-wise that time of year. It's always a fun town. I was going to say, I love that town. Yeah. I really do. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm the... Well, yeah, my well. wife's from there. I go there more often. I got a text from my brother to. last night at eleven o'clock. He's like, "It's hundred and one in the house." Oh, yeah. so I'll be wearing my uh, jorts. Yeah, your <laughs> business shorts. My, uh, yes, my business business shorts. That's right. For those of you who don't know, jean shorts, jorts. Look it up on the Google, <laughs> or not, or, or don't. really don't. No, no prescriptive googling here. Yeah. It's a bad idea. It's good policy. So, um, just kind of that final thoughts uh, around the, the stuff we're doing with AppFlow, Ike, uh, Citrix in general. Yeah. Um, these are foundational events that we've never participated That's in. That's huge. Before. Yeah. And, and the response has been strong. Yeah. I, I think inherently the fact that we are even at getting invited, it says they see value, they yes. understand the message, they, they want to they tell their staff about it. Like, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, in turn, um, as Extra Hub continues to grow and we have more folks on the marketing teams and on the channel support teams, we're working with uh, Mandy Channel. Mm -hmm. Some of you might be familiar with her. Um, she's driving a Citrix in a Box, uh, kind of a pre canned uh, sales campaign process with um, Citrix partners and, and others will be coming soon. Nice. Uh, which we'll be able to build on this. And the, the message we want to drive out into the channel, the Citrix channel, is um, the Applo Citrix. Uh, capabilities that we do, um, our existing wire data and ICA capabilities, and how that all ties together into meaningful solutions for customers and where those folks can go out and, and drive new business. Right. Sweet. Okay. So if somebody wants to find more, read more, learn more, is there a thing that they can do? Because obviously most folks can't just show up at the meeting you're going to be at. Is there material they can download and read? Is there a demo somewhere? Is there? Yeah, good, good question. So right now, um, the, the capabilities that we're doing with AppFlow is proof of concept only. It okay. has not been finalized. It's not been released. Gotcha. Um, and as we get more uh, evolved in that technology, that capability, there will be more information on Marketing Central cool. under the uh, technology partners and then Citrix. Cool. So stay tuned to TBD kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is sneak peeky at, uh, at where we're pointing. Very and cool. There's also for anyone who... Jets not related to the this new might, stuff. This might be a loud one. <laughs> but the old. Shh, shh. <laughs> I'm not sure that my can pick that up. It's pretty loud. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, but for uh, getting in a taste of what we do with the ICA protocol, the Enterprise Online demo has several use cases tied to Citrix ICA, Virtual Desktop, really mm -hmm. what we can do there, um, and also just troubleshooting and it's the meantime to innocence when it's 
not Citrix. Yeah, yeah. It it's a really good Which requires Chris to go down to the bus tunnel to make it like bus tunnel. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good stories from Jerry. Our use of static bags. Yeah. In the drawer. In the drawer, opening and closing a metal drawer with a MiFi in it to produce network drops. The shows that we've done, like Citrix Synergy and Citrix Summit, is shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, it's somebody walks by, they look at Extra Hop, what do you guys do? And the first question is, do you run a Citrix farm? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> do you get blamed for stuff that's not your fault? Yeah. All day. Cool. And can we show you some stuff that might uh, help, you know, refine where the issues are? Absolutely. Yeah. What you say intrigues me, and I would like to see it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sweet. So, one other point that I want to raise about about Citrix. So we're talking about about AppFlow, and you might be thinking, well, if AppFlow has all this data in it, why do I need wired data? And this goes back to our four sources of data thing. And something to keep in mind when you're when you're looking at that is it's good to get data that's that's not biased by where it's coming from. So we're we're a a unbiased third party receiving that data. There's stuff we can't always see. If we can get that from other sources and mash it together, that's good. But one one of those by itself is not enough. So We've already covered some of that. We're going to go over more of those in future podcasts of some of the other sources of data, but this ties in nicely to that. Yeah, very cool. Absolutely. Sweet. So let's wrap this thing up. Uh, thank you, Brian, very much for joining us. It sounds like there's some killer stuff currently happening and soon to be coming out. Uh, all of you out there in Radio Land, if you want to see more, Chris, it's a great point. Go check out the current EE demo online to check out the IP capabilities and stay tuned for more from Brian and co. Uh, coming up in the future. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you all, and we will see you next time. Can't say we have a podcast. I just did. You say heck yeah. We're live right now? Absolutely. On. That's, that, that's like when you're watching Fast and the Furious and they turn on the Nas. Oh, no. <laughs> Please don't even start. Imagine being a crane up. So, so yeah. every time Blade I see a bird flying by, I'm like, Blue Angel! Oh, that's one of the outtakes. Second best. We'll get to him later. So it's yeah. casual, okay. bordering on a little irreverent. Yes. No, no, no. no. The, yeah, very very bordering done. Emotionally stomping all over irreverent, slapping it in the face twice. Yeah.